What's good, everybody? It's your boy, The Ravish and Rudy, doing his segment on dads for the fatherhood. Because just like the moms I do, dads need help too. And dads like listening to other dads because everybody needs information on this thing called life. So, I have my dad on the channel. Dad, state your name. Aaron Chambers. How you doing, Aaron? All right. So, how long have you been in the fatherhood game? Um, I have a daughter that is uh, right now. She's going to be nine in June. Uh, but uh, I ha- did have a son that passed. Um, he was still born, but we still got a death certificate. That was um, in two thousand nine. So what would that be? Twelve years. <laughs> yeah. So, so technically twelve. So yeah, you, know, you yeah, still yeah. you still have to count that now. Uh, this will be kind of my kind of a newish uh, area I haven't touched uh, I guess touching on uh, the death of the child or being having one being born um, you know for my listeners so how was that uh, if you want to touch on that other experience um, to kind of give you like a short little story about it um, my wife is uh, it really hard for her to get pregnant womanly issues uh, she had like cyst on her ovary so uh, us even having a child was like amazing yeah, because we didn't think we were ever gonna have one. Um, so when I found out she was pregnant, um, they, you know, I, we, I, I was over the moon about it. Um, <clears throat> it was a it was a boy. His name was Tristan. Um, my wife went full forty weeks, um, and it, we lived in New York at the time, and the health insurance in New York just sucks. So we yeah. just got the basic minimum state requirement insurance, basically, and. What that gave the doctor to do is do the bare minimum. So he didn't check up on the things he should have checked up. Uh, my wife had gestational diabetes and all this other nonsense that we really didn't know. But um, so she went the full 40 weeks and the day of her doctor's appointment, 40 weeks that, that day, uh, they couldn't find the baby's heartbeat. They, um, we weren't to their practice to find that out and then they shipped us straight to the um the doctors the, ha- the hospital hospital so um they rushed us in nobody was telling us nothing they did a ultrasound still nobody tells us nothing uh throughout the whole day nobody was telling us anything and then the nurse came in and was like oh yeah your baby's dead flat out just like that yeah so and so um i already have a thing with ha- uh, hospitals i don't like them i don't like being there and just finding out that devastation that I'm not going to have a son just wrecked me. So I basically, and you you can ask my wife this, um, it, it it wrecked her because I left. Yeah. I'm like, I, I got to go to work. I got to do all this other stuff. But really, I just didn't want to be there. Mentally, I can't be there. Physically, I can't be there. So, I, yeah, it just, it just wrecked me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would be kind of a, a devastating thing just, yeah. to, just to get, especially when they're just walking around the hospital and just to just outright tell you, like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, now, I won't really touch that deep into that subject because I know that's kind of a touchy thing. <laughs> but um, I guess one more part I can touch on about that. So being the man, you know, with your wife, mm. you know, so how was that experience like having to take on you know being a band like in that situation of having a it 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 was hard now looking back it was hard because not only you know every father wants a son so looking back like it's it did something that i wanted something that i knew that possibly we weren't be able to get because of my wife's health issues and then i got them and then i lost them 
And then on top of that, being a man, you got to be strong. You got to be strong for your woman. I, I could. My wife, I'm not to this day, but she used to like resent me and hate me for not being there by her side to comfort her. But as I told her, I can't comfort you if I'm not right. Right. I, I got to get right with myself before I can help you out. So yeah, you can't carry two people. <laughs> right. If you're not okay. So that's understandable. But that stuff turned around. So you did have another. Child. We did. We did. And you said that was a girl. Yeah, she's a she's a nine year old girl. <laughs> okay, so so your girl, Dale, yeah. your old dad. So how has that been? You know, for you, like having to you know, deal with a girl. Oh uh, well, just just like <laughs> uh, every every guy wants a, a, a boy, but yeah. uh, I, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change my daughter for the world. It's been it's been amazing. Uh, so some of the emotional stuff that she goes through is, is funny and crazy all at the same time. But it's um yeah, when change for the world, it's, it's awesome. World, word, word, word. Okay, so you know, yeah, like you had touched on, you know, like every man wants a son, right. a little junior. You know, you have a daughter. I know you say you wouldn't change anything, but what was the one thing like you was not prepared for? You know, because I know having a girl is way different than having a miniature year. I, I want to <laughs> yeah, say for the first, and this is just speculation, because like I said, I only have the one, um, is uh, like everything up until about now has been, I guess, just like raising a normal child, boy yeah. or a girl. You know, you got to feed her, you got to clean her, you got to send her off to school. Yeah. But we're starting to get into where she's starting to maybe develop a little bit yeah so hitting that puberty mark for so you're is, not ready is for, something yeah. I'm not ready for. no not i would say no i think like that would be my one biggest fear if i have when i do have kids i think having a daughter i am not prepared for like going through puberty like yeah that. like buying a first bra you know Hopefully, you know, anything in that nation, like first period. I think I can handle it, yeah. but it's like, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm starting to tell my wife, like, <laughs> should we send her, like, to school with extra change of clothes just in case, you know, what happens at school? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, going through, you know, we all had girls in our class. Really? I, I probably would. I'm not even gonna lie, <laughs> once that time comes, I'm like, yeah, just don't get a like, another change of underwear or jeans, because really? like, I know. I seen first girls time, so yeah, just go on and take it just in case. <laughs> now, uh, what are you looking most forward to? You know, when you having a girl, like, is there one benchmark you're ready for in life? You know, with your daughter. Um, I guess I, I there's like maybe like two parts to this answer, this question because I, I, like I said, I've listened to other episodes. That like, um, short term, I'm looking for just the, like the little milestones: her birthday. Or getting out of fourth grade and going into fifth grade, um, that kind of stuff. Uh, long term, um, unlike some of the, like Don A's, uh, yeah. I, I'm actually looking forward to her driving, her becoming more independent, mm-hmm. her becoming more of a woman. Um, so that that's uh, that's like one, a couple of things that I'm looking forward to for her. All right, now so from all the dads, you know that listen, you know, was there like one? moment you have had so far that was just like you can't do this bad thing I, I never I, I never I don't think I ever was like I can't do it mm-hmm. but the one thing that I was like trying to preach to my wife is like 
at all all dads but i think like i'm not changing a diaper right <laughs> diaper changing was actually pretty easy it yeah. was feeding my daughter and trying to get the food in her mouth but i'm like <laughs> i can't feed this child <laughs> <laughs> I think I think me having or anybody having siblings, I think like changing the diaper is really like a overrated thing. Yeah, it's really not that. It's you, not that bad. Once you have siblings, you know it's like you change the diaper. Yeah, you know, and I, we grew up around dogs, yeah, so, so green up dog masking. Yeah, that's, that's that's not a problem. It's apples and oranges, but it's the right. same thing at the same time. So you know, so I get the inverse of it. So what was the one thing that just made you like this dad thing? It's awesome. God, there it, it's been like so there's like so many now that my daughter's a little bit older like the first time uh, this is going back probably to other people like the first time her talking is like was amazing like and then after she got like, done forming simple words i'm like i can't wait to have a conversation with her mm-hmm. now she could talk we could play games together and we can have carry on a conversation first time her walking was amazing i mean um, first time going to school, uh, it made me a little teary-eyed, but you know I was there for it. But all, like all those little tiny milestones, is like what's awesome about being a dad. Now I know you. Uh, you know we did touch on like the child that passed. Mm-hmm. You know you did have another blessing of another child. Is uh, I guess like in due time, will you still want a son? Um. If you, are y'all able or you know are y'all are you content with me and my 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 wife like i said she had a lot of problems so she um i i don't know the medical term but she has basically like a half a hysterectomy or something like that yeah um so she can't physically anymore have kids, kids. so okay but we have been talking about like adopting maybe okay but um i don't i i'm not ready for that for yet. a second one yeah <laughs> now okay so it's a, like i said this is touching different areas because you know now I have you know a dad that is different or having a different kind of living you know not living situation but a little bit of a life situation kind of so you know you speak on like adopting now would you want to adopt like a baby and then help raise it or would you want to like go ahead and get you you know adopt a child that's probably like a little bit further along in life Um. Probably, probably the younger the better, but um, if we added to, I really don't want to do a team because yeah. uh, it's hard. Oh, we know a team would be too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's already done. They already. Yeah, the, I would say if I ever adopt, I'll probably get a child that's like five or five yeah, at least about five, or before they start school. Yeah, before I at least can like get their life like ready, or we can already like, grow together. Yeah, because <laughs> once you already like. It's, it's probably like too late by about like 12 or 13 because then it's like you already got a path I might have to fix you right, whatever yeah. whatever <laughs> but, yeah but that, but that's interesting you know you know you're touching on but, but you would want another child if it came to it um my, I, I've always seen like you know as kids you know you, we uh, like try to picture what our life could be and as a as a kid I always wanted like yeah I want two kids a father yeah. or a son and a daughter and you know I even though I still got a son I wouldn't mind like having somebody to you know I, I was in sports so yeah. I would you know go to sports with them and all that so so, so your dog that is here or that mm-hmm. you do have so is she like girl and girl the time 
boy. Girl. She's kind. Of, I would say she kind of falls in between because, mm-hmm. like, she does cheerleading. She likes cheerleading. She, I think, she wants to move more out of cheerleading into like dance. Yeah. Um. But like, are you ready for that? Because uh, uh. <laughs> you know, I, now I know you know you say you played sports. You know, and all you were ready for the transition uh, from at least being somewhat near a sport yeah. to the dance. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I I did all the cheerleading stuff with her and I yeah. was going around. My wife had to work most of the times and I had a, a night job, so during the day I would take her to all the cheerleading stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a different type of sport. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, still, cheerleading is still a sport, but I know, you know, it would be different if, you know, you had your another second year yeah. he's playing like football, baseball stuff. And, and then, like, the other side of that is my daughter's also, like, she she'll go outside. She'll play. Uh, she's a she's a little bit of a nerd. She yeah. uh, likes anime. She plays video games. So <laughs> she's all around the board. So so how is that? You know, like interacting. You know, having the child of age. You know, that loves playing video games or watching like anime. Uh, I've I've never got into like video games or anime. So when she talks to this, it's like it's like foreign a foreign language. Yeah. Like, I'm like, let's go outside and like work on some stuff or whatever. But yeah. she's like. She'll talk about all this anime characters, and I'm like, you're gonna have to break this down. Oh, I got you. Oh, I got you. There is nothing wrong with it. But yeah, I know that would be kind of a a transition. You know, you ain't never touched. (laughs) No no anime, watch none, and then someone would be like, yeah, you watch this and stuff like that. Yeah. These are the conversations, even though I don't know what the heck she's talking about most of the time. But I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I know that can be a a whirlwind experience for you. Now, um, now like I asked like most the mothers and the fathers, so uh, you know, I'll ask you the same one. So this one be like kind of a, a two-part question. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, before I ask that, I'm going to ask you one more thing. Do you have any like influences like of your parents' style? Um, it, not my influences basically is like my family because yeah. um, even though I I grew up in a broken home. My dad, uh, well, he, he was a strong guy. My mother walked out on us, and my dad had to raise four kids on one income. Mm-hmm. So, like, my dad is, like, my biggest, like, this is this is the dude I want to be. Yeah. Even though my dad also did have problems when we were younger, um, he also, like, uh, was drank and abused drugs and all that. But for some reason, he never really did that in front of us. Yeah. Like, but he still held down the job and gave us what he tried to give us. I wanted a four-wheeler for Christmas and he bought a four-wheeler for Christmas. So he, See, but he basically yeah. made, made, it made it do what it did. Yeah, and then I was, like I said, I was in sports wrestling and all yeah. that and he would travel around uh, to wrestling tournaments and all that. It was, he was, he was a good dad even though he had flaws. Alright. See, so now, you know, like I always get in our episodes here so I always ask this two-part question. So, first part being, you know, if there's any dad that listens to this or a new dad that's coming up or just one that wants advice, you know, what's one kernel of advice you think you have learned in your years being a dad that you can pass to Um, I, I would say, like, uh, it, raising a child is like, it's like a roller coaster. There's ups and there's downs. There's highs, there's lows. Um, there's going to be times where you're, you might want to throw in the title, especially if you're a single father. Unfortunately, I'm not. But um, so it, it just, you know, try to ride that roller coaster as best you can without falling off. And 
<laughs> reach out, reach out, yeah. try to try to find other people in your same situation to bounce ideas or advice off. All right. And second part to that one. So what's something that you would like from like a elder father or one that's about your age group or whatnot that can pass something to you? God, probably how to go through womanhood with a child. <laughs> <laughs> but um, really, I don't. I don't think I have like a question at the moment. Besides that, like the, her, um, and also probably dealing with like some of her emotions. Like she'll come home just like angry. I'm like, why are you angry? And I want to find out. And she just ah, leave you alone. Shuts the door in her bedroom. So maybe just like how to. How to deal with those curveballs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, raising a daughter while you're there most of the time with her would be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I would need that help, too. If ever, when it comes down to it, like, if I have a girl, any dad who listens to this, yeah, help me. And help <laughs> Anthony, help any man that has to raise a daughter, yeah, God, he gives all the help we need. But thank you, Anthony, for having me. Uh, thank you, Anthony, for coming here. I love having you here. And it's your boy, The Ravage and Rudy. And until again, peace.